This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Eleven sixteen SEN, the Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to the Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. Um, some wonderful texts coming through. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is our text number. We look forward to uh, uh, your texts coming through right up to nine o'clock. Um, Simon, one that's come through for your from. Um, one of our listeners for yourself, uh, your story gave me goosebumps, mate. Fantastic insight. And the final part about uh, Jenny made me highly emotional. So um, uh, great that you guys come in and speak with uh, such um, passion of a, of a morning and uh, you've taken the wind out of a few people's sails with those stories earlier. We always appreciate feedback from the family here at The Odds Couple. So thank you very much for tuning in. And um, it's just a great insight of what our racing can do and stand for with uh, wonderful stories like that. Thanks, big fella. Uh, Thank you to the text. Let's head to Brisbane. We touched on the uh, South Australian derby. Let's go up to the Doom for the Doom and 10,000. Uh, what are your thoughts up there, Simon? Osborne Bulls had really good support late yesterday. Uh, he gets the blinkers on. He's had four starts, all at Group 1 level, and four seconds this time. He loves a 1,200-metre gallop, uh, 340, the fluctuations to 330. Um, Nature Strip opened up a $1.95. Now, he was brilliant winning last start at Group 1 level over the uh, Sydney Autumn Carnival, over the 1,100, out to 215 into $2, so he's solid. He gets earmuffs for the first time, and he's trialled in between that last uh, gallop and win with the Chris Waller team. James McDonald to ride. Outside of that, Easy Eddie 12s out to 17. Some fluctuations for tactical advantage was 26 into 17s. A bit of a roughie. Uh, $11 champagne cuddles has been floating around with White Moss 17. Outback Barbie 11 out to 12, $14 there now. Uh, so Osmond Bulls, a good rally late here and, and a slight ease in the market for Nature Strip. Now, one likes to get a little bit of cover at Doombin and that's Osmond Bulls and you can shut him you can lock him in to say that he's a genuine horse and he runs a strong 1,200 and his Group 1 form absolutely jumps off the page. Question mark, Group 1, strong 1,200 metres to the favourite nature strip with earmuffs on tags. What yeah. are your thoughts? Well, as you He'll know, lead. He'll lead. It's going to be a true run race. Uh, if there's ever a horse that deserves a Group 1, we saw it last week with Sprite, well done with her, and it's Osborne Bulls. So... Uh, He's going to have a last crack. You know, it's a stri- it's a tough six furlongs there around Doombin. Uh He's just he's just going to have the last crack at him, and he's fit. He's dropping back from fourteen hundred. That won't worry him. He's been freshened up. He'll, I just hopefully he'll have the last crack at, uh, at Nature just... Strip and uh, be too good for him. He... Okay, there's a wrap of the two group races, uh, the Group One races we're seeing around the country today in Adelaide and Doombin. But plenty of racing here at Caulfield today, and someone who's going to have a big say in a couple of those events is uh, Nick Ryan, who joins us for the first time on the Odds Couple. Good morning to you, Nick. Morning, guys. But uh, I, I reckon you might have a lot in common with Simon Marshall. I, I remember your early days as an apprentice, and you came on the scene with a with a bang. You're riding um, 
riding winners everywhere, but weight had its challenges for you as time went on. Yeah, there's only one difference. I didn't ride 16 Group 1 winners like Simon. <laughs> you didn't have time. <laughs> no, that's right. Simon, but, Simon, just tell us about a little bit about your, um, your, your background in racing. Did it all come natural for you to start as an, as an apprentice jockey? Yeah, definitely. I didn't really have much say in the matter. Uh, my father was a jockey, grandfather was a trainer, and, and on, on from there. So from all I can remember, I was on the back of a horse at a young age, and uh, that's all I ever wanted to do. And um, so you hit the ground, you were very natural early, and opportunities must come along. There must have been some great um, mentors in your life that help you focus and understand the fact that uh, your life was going to be limited due to your body growing at a massive rate as a young man. Yeah, most certainly. Um, I had a lot of help and uh, a lot of guidance. My stepfather uh, was a bloodstock agent, Jeff Gordon, and uh, my mother, you know, they used to cart me around the countryside at a very young age. I was riding every day of the week, and, um, yeah, it sort of all went pretty quick, but um, I had a lot of fun. Nick, because of that family association with the game of racing, was, was it a natural progression for you when the riding stopped to get into the training ranks? No, not at all. I, I actually never, never thought I'd train. I had a had a few years out of out of the racing industry and tried my hand at a couple of things. I worked in construction and I, I travelled overseas for twelve months. And uh, it was only till I went to uh, uh, went up to Albury and started breaking a few horses with Brett Kavanagh for moods. And uh, one thing led to another. And a couple of years down the track, I found myself at Caulfield with a couple of horses in work, riding work for Kieran Maher and. Three years later, I've got 30 horses on the books. So, one thing, you know, it all happened um, pretty quick, but um, I love it. I'm really passionate about the horses and with them every day. So, um, I'm glad it's happened. That's shining through right now. Nick, before we get to your two runners at Caulfield today, race four, number two, Mahamadeus, and race six, number five, Express Pass, I want to ask you two questions. Tell us um, your highest moment in the saddle as a jockey. What day was that? It was, I think it was 2005 Melbourne Cup. Uh, I didn't win it, but I ran third and I was 17 years old on a horse called Zazman, trained by Tony Vassell. It was 100 to 1. Unbelievable. And Nick, I must ask your lowest point as a jockey because the battles with weight, uh, knowing myself, uh, mentally and physically are quite challenging. What was your lowest day as a jockey in the uh, saddle? That was that same year on Derby Day. I got beat on a lingy in the Maya Classic at a dollar. I think she was dollar sixty that day. <laughs> what happened? Was a pilot error made or <laughs> Oh boss he went to the front going even time on Miss Potential and got, got stuck three back in the fence. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Would have been a nice reception from the Friedman boys back in those days, Nick. Actually Lee was Lee was terrific and uh, he was the best out of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Hey Nick, we we're, we're running out of time unfortunately, but thank you very much for yours this morning race 4 number 2, Mahamadeus. And uh, this is a 1600 metre gallop. It's a small field with the two scratchings, $4 into $3.60. What can you tell us about his four runs to date with one victory? Ms. Yeah, Brett. look, he's, he's he's going terrific. Uh the other day um, they ran 19 weeks below standard for a 2,000-metre race, metropolitan race. So um, he was quite aggressive. They went went really slow. So the race really wasn't run to suit. Um, he's back to the mile today. Um, works in quite well. Uh, for If he's going to go to Brisbane, there's a chance he'll go to Brisbane after today uh, for the Premier's Cup in a couple of weeks. So... Um, 
look, the horse is really well, small field. Um, tempo of the race might be a slight concern, but if he can be out and, and building a bit of ment- momentum, he certainly can win today. Race four, number two, folks. Race six, number five, you have a first starter, and this is a, a son of Wangina, a colt. And first up, uh, and this is an interesting little race. It's Vale Reduce Choice. It's a stakes race. So uh, very aggressive placement here. $23 into $21 on debut, race six, number five, Express Pass. Yeah, look, it's a big arc. Um, two-year-old having his first start in a stakes race. But, um, look, he's, he's certainly shown me enough to warrant, warrant running today. Um, he gives a feel he's going to be a nicer horse in time over, over a bit further, but um, he's done everything right. He's a very professional colt. Uh, he's had four jump outs. Uh, he, he jumped out quite nicely about 12 days ago at Sandown. So, um, look, he's drawn a bit sticky out there, 14 of 14, but, um, look, he, he will ride him conservatively, and if he could be finishing off, I'd be, uh, I'd be wrapped. Nick, uh, we hope you finish off well today as well. Good luck with both runners. Cheers, guys.